Hi guys, welcome to the Powerful AF Podcast. My name is Bracey Dutton and I share on the internet how I healed my food addiction by ditching toxic thoughts and ingredients. This podcast is all about empowering you with the knowledge to get on the other side of food addiction. A lot of it has to do with food and a lot more of it has to do with healing our mindset. We'll talk about healing trauma, getting rid of those nasty limiting beliefs that are holding us back and how to fully step into your power and own your life. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, keep listening. All right, I'm back with my friend Wilma McKenzie. Mackenzie's your last name, right? It is the Scottish I version. <laughs> I love that so much. I, I last week I didn't say your last name, and Jonathan was listening to it. He was like, "Why didn't you say?" It? I was like, "Cause I was scared that I was wrong about her last name, and I forgot to ask her, which I should know because I've known you for long enough." But anyways, we're back. We're talking some more about vision last week we talked very simplified what is a vision why it's important to have a vision and this week we're gonna go more into growth mindset versus fixed mindset and I'm gonna have Wilma share with us what that means and we're just gonna have a conversation about it I think it's super important that we're talking about vision and all of this stuff because of the new year coming, we can't not talk about it. It's just something that we do as humans is we, we set goals and visions. And I, I want us to provide a new fresh perspective on what that could look like so that maybe you don't feel like you have to start over every year in regard to what, what your goals and your visions are. And it becomes more of like your life vision versus year by year. So Wilma, thank you for coming back again. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> what what do you mean by growth mindset versus fixed mindset? So, you know, when we we have a fixed mindset, it's it's coming from a place of evidence of our past. You know, we'll begin to set goals based on what we've done before. Um, mm-hmm. and we can we can set a goal and then as soon as that ego starts coming in because we're going to set the goal and then the chatter is going to start well you know what happened last time and you know you get like this and we know we get like this and then it's it's scary and we get scared again it can really turn us away from what we're up to um so stepping into that growth mindset it's it's becoming aware that rather than being charged by this evidence being prepared, okay, I know my ego is going to come as soon as I start setting my goals. I know it's going to come up. And so if we can, we can learn to stop and and take a minute and, and let the chatter come say, okay, there it is. Cool. Now back to what I'm up to, you know, so having that, the expectation that we're going to mess it up, but having the expectation that those fears are going to come up I'm going to have mm-hmm. the chatter in my mind, like expect that to come and let it pass, you know, take a minute, breathe it out and, and look, you know, go back to the, the goal plan. So it's, it's learning how to shift from one to the other. Something that came up for me just then was something I've heard it many times before. Um, oftentimes 
in meditation that where I'm doing visualization. And I've heard that if we have a vision, like if you can see something in your mind, it can happen. Like it actually will happen as long as you're willing to like take the steps to make it happen. And I like to ground myself in that because then when my ego does start talking, I'm like, but no, like this actually is for me or else I wouldn't have thought it. Do you agree with that? Oh, a hundred percent. It's more, you know, that, that time's not linear. I always looked at it as a, you know, a CD, a CD player, the whole CD is on there and that little laser beam comes up and whatever part it needs to, you know, it's already there. If I've thought of it, it's already happened. I speak into a lot of my goals as, man, I'm so glad that I generated this much money in March when it's January, because then I have the experience of what that felt like happening. So when it does happen and I step into it, it's a familiar feeling. stepping into these new ways can be it's scary like who are we gonna you know what kind of person am I gonna be when I accomplish all of this stuff right right yeah oh that's scary to the ego right because me I'm like excited I'm like yes I want to be her I want to have all of that but then my ego is the one that's scared like and that's the one telling us that story about all the reasons why we can't right yeah I love that I love that and It also makes me think of what you told me, the advice you gave me, since in case you guys missed it, Wilma's my life coach. And the thing you told me about nurturing my relationship with my future self, like really got me. So let's talk about that. Like, where does that come from? And why is that so important? It's, we do a lot of, you know, as people, we look in the past and we, we go back through our traumas and we heal our traumas. And yes, it's necessary. And we kind of leave, not to be like future tripping, but to look and say, these are the things, this is the place, and this is how I want to, to be. And so to, re- to build that relationship, like I said, the ego, it's, it's meant to protect, but it can also talk us out of growth and have us be comfortable. But yeah, getting these visualizations and sitting with our future self and having such a good relationship, like, all right, I'm coming, I'm coming to to meet you there. Um, like I said, so that it's not so intimidating. So if I can sit and look and, and close my eyes and I envision what I'm wearing, who's around me, you know, if I'm building a business or whatever goal plan or you know, with the, you know, what, what food am I eating? And, you know, in the sense of, you know, you're, you're following, you know, imagining everything and who am I being when I get here? Because who I am now probably won't fit where I want to go, you know? So, okay. I have this experience of, you know, being confident in the way that I eat now. I might not today, but if I start building that relationship with my future self, it's like, okay, I'm going to meet you there. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. And so also, like I said, with that big vision of that big arrow and everything pointing up to the same direction, we can remember that, okay, now I'm, I'm working on generating this experience when I hit my goals. And so to start really feeling it and, and, and loosen up the intimidation on the, on the way. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it, yeah. That has been really helpful for me. And 
thinking of it that way. And I passed it along to someone else who I coach and it really benefited them <laughs> thinking about awesome. it that way. So I love that. And um, I was going to say something and I lost it about it. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I totally lost what I was going to say. Yeah. What else you got in regard to the fixed mindset versus growth mindset? Like when I think fixed mindset, I think like this is the way that it is and it can't be any different. And I actually had someone that I'm coaching be like, but this is just who I am. Like, how could I ever change? Like, that is how I would describe a fixed mindset. Like I'm yeah. fixed in my ways and this is how it is. Um, which is comfortable, which is so weird because this really trips me up to think about the fact that we are scared to like step into that growth mindset because it's uncomfortable, but we're equally as uncomfortable being in that fixed mindset because like, we're actually not super happy and we're not super inspired and like have much vitality or inspiration. So that's something that comes up for me often. Like why in the hell am I trying to stay in the comfort of my discomfort? <laughs> well, and that's exactly when the shift's going to happen. When the prices that I pay for sitting here in my uncomfort become greater than the prices and the risks that I'll take into stepping forward is when that shift's going to happen. It's not going to work. You know, if I continue to sit here and be miserable, it's going to get to a point where we, I just can't take it anymore. You know, it's like, okay, if I step out of my comfort zone, it's going to, it's, nothing's going to get worse than this. It's going to spiral and spiral and spiral. So when those prices start to become so big, like that's when the shift's going to happen. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm done here. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's we are making the conscious choice to look at where we're at, too. Right, right. And I, I definitely have had that experience time and time again, where I just got tired of my own bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't take it anymore. And I'm really grateful for that, I guess, too. Like, as hard as it is to, like, take the accountability and take the action. Um, I'm really grateful that, I don't know, would you call it hitting rock bottom? Like, do you think you have to hit rock bottom in order to like break out into that growth mindset? It's, if we have to, I mean, sometimes, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and our rock bottoms, you know, as we continue to grow, our rock bottoms will look different based on how, you know, we look at our worth as a human being. I know in my experience, my rock bottoms were very messy. You know, and now that I have <laughs> brought my life vibrations up, I do have rock bottoms. Now they, they definitely don't look as messy. And I, I know, I know when enough is enough or when I'm at a point where I'm not willing to take anymore, or I look around, I'm not willing to give up what I have built. And, you know, maybe one thing that I've done is it feels completely out of alignment. I feel it through my whole body. And like, that's a rock bottom to me. Like, mm -hmm. am I going to stay in that? Am I going to continue to pay prices in this space? Or am I going to, am I going to go up to the next part of my growth? You know, and it's, it doesn't have to be a fixed mindset of like, I'm not going to ever accomplish any goals, but if I'm setting my goals, you know, at 
a certain level based on what I've done in the past. Yeah. And we still can be accomplishing goals and have that goal consciousness, basically. You know, we're, fo- we're focused on, you know, the destinations, you know, accomplishing a lot of goals, you know, we're motivated, uh, but it's seasonal. You know, once we get into that growth mindset, like having this big vision, you know, we start to have a lifelong process of the journey. We focus on what journey we have, you know, and it, it matures us, you know, right. being, being in that, in that growth consciousness and it just keeps going, keeps going, you know, and what is our success? You know, one of my coaches explains that like success is not an accumulation of accomplished goals. You know, it's, it's living out of our vision. Mm-hmm. Like when we are living for, you know, with that purpose of creating our vision and we have it all, then, you know, that's success. And I love that. That hit home for me because I can accomplish a lot of things and still kind of like, okay, I have a bag of things that I've, I've done here, you know, yeah. make you go last, last week, we talked a little bit about like meeting yourself where you're at in your vision, right? Because people's visions are going to look a lot different, especially when it comes to like what your vision is for your relationship with food and your relationship with your body. And we have a lot of people coming into the community who like rate their relationship with themselves at like a one on a scale of one to 10 and their relationship with food at a one. And a lot of areas of their life are kind of on that lower end when they're, um, grading it on a scale of one to 10 so what would you say for those people who seem who they currently feel like there's no hope and like I'm so low like how could I possibly even ever believe I could even get to a 10 you know like how do you work with with that and help them see something that is possible when they're like so in that fixed mindset of this is the way things have always been which like you said is facing it on past events well first be gentle be gentle with ourselves you know the fact that if if it's people following you and they've gotten that tiny piece of hope you know that other people are able to accomplish things like be gentle with ourselves and i would say forgiveness would be the first practice learn how to start forgiving other people around us but forgiving ourselves for getting in the place that we got you know we we do the best that we do with what we have at the moment so stepping into a place where other people are growing is the biggest step we could possibly make you know and you know where do we want to get like what does that 10 life look like and if it's 10 years down the road okay if somebody wants to be bracy in 10 years great but in this next year you know what is going to be obtainable it could be the babyest step but any step is a step and our journey doesn't look like every everybody else's and don't compare who we are where we want to get and what we're doing to anybody else because that will instantly destroy us you know find somebody that we can talk to vulnerably and vulnerable in the moment like yes we get to share our stories where we were where you know 
and that, but that can also be us just blurting out our stories to have people feel a certain way about us in a victim mentality way. And, but vulnerable and what we're up to like right now. So, you know, me being your coach, you call me when something's coming up for you in the moment and we work through it. Um, somebody that's also gentle <laughs> with you, if people are at a one and, and feeling that way, uh, yeah, find somebody that you can be open and honest with and, and take it as how you need to take it, not how you think everybody else did it. And don't sell out on yourself. <laughs> but don't beat yourself up and, and start having goals happen that you can accomplish that will get you up to your vision, you know, your big vision, but don't expect it to happen, you know, tomorrow. (laughs) Sometimes it takes, it takes all that inner work because it, for me personally too, and I say this because when I started my journey, like, I was not in a good place at all living in my car and it it wasn't a tangible result that I got in anywhere near in the first three years. It was feeling good enough to just be in my skin. And that took a good two to three years where I felt okay being me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and if that's what we need to start and we don't have all these tangible results in the beginning, but, and somebody else might, well, they're in a different journey. So being clear on what we need for ourselves in the moment and having having some people to, to share that with and hold us high. You know, people only rise as high as we hold them, you know, and, and to make sure that we have people that are holding us up. So yeah. <laughs> not so selling good. out to us. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Like, in regard to meeting yourself where you're at and the fact that you said that the first three years of your healing journey were about the inner work and there really wasn't much like outside evidence other than like how you felt in here. And I have said that a lot of times in regard to healing food addiction, for me personally, that's exactly how it was too. I was doing this work for, gosh, um, at least three years before I was ready to tackle the food stuff. So like my body was not a reflection of the work I was doing in here. And my financial situation was not a reflection of the work I was doing. So that is such a, something that needs to be discussed more because I think we see these people on the internet talking about personal growth and development and goals. And it's like, but like, what was the timeline? <laughs> because we need like realistic expectations here about yeah. how fast it's supposed to happen. And that's something else I say a lot of times, is like stop trying to become a different person overnight. And that's what you said. Don't expect yeah. it to happen tomorrow. Because yeah. if you do, you're just gonna, for me, like I was just stuck in the spiral of setting this expectation, not meeting it, hating myself. And it was like the same thing every day, every yeah. single day. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's when I I do vision workshops with people, it's okay, let's look at 10 years, what your 10 life will be five years, two years, one year. And then we're going to break this year down into quarterly goals. And then by 30 days, because what will, you know, your 10 life look like in a week from now, 
you know, and having those goals leading up to the 10 year, 10 life, you know, so it's, it's, what are we going to be able to do this week that is going to push the needle forward towards that 10 year goal? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. It, why do you think it is that we have a hard time as humans, like breaking it down that small? Like I have always had trouble with that. Um, and it's just naturally happened. Thank God that I've had like the growth and development that I've had, but anytime I try to, and I'm getting better at it now, but I can just see people saying like, it's so hard to be okay with setting such a small goal. Like say someone wants to lose a hundred pounds and they want to have this 10 relationship with food and with themselves but I'm telling them based on, not telling them, but we come to the conclusion that based on where you're at and if you're really going to meet yourself where you're at, like your first goal gets to be to drink a glass of water every morning when you wake up. And we're immediately like, well, that's not good enough though. Like that's not enough. I mean, so what's that about? Remember all just like instant gratification junkies in a way, you know, it feels good to have stuff happen right away, you know, but then when it happens, we're not in alignment with that goal to even be here yet you know if somebody if I have this major goal whatever somebody throws a million dollars in my face I was not ready to to handle that but yeah it's it's that instant gratification it feels really good it's a dopamine you know right away it's a dopamine charge to have stuff happen bam 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 that feels great but you know having the the day-to-day and creating habits and having it happen so that we can also evolve with it because we have to, we have to like allow ourselves to evolve with our habits and our goals. So we can also be mentally prepared to get there or we can just take the instant gratification back to back to back and just kind of fall back and go forward, fall back, go forward. Right. And I think that is the trap of like dieting because like you do lose a lot of weight really fast but I wonder what this I wonder what the statistics are on the amount of people who like go on a diet and then gain the weight back even I mean weight loss surgery there's a lot of statistics out there about that um and I don't have any opinion about that or not but it's just it's interesting when we think about it in that way of we go for these quick fixes but obviously it's not working so I highly encourage people to meet themselves where they're at that that's like my favorite kind of slogan that I've adopted in my community because it's so detrimental to set the bar so high that you could never even reach it. So it's like almost a form of right. self-sabotage. <laughs> yeah. Like you're setting yourself up for quote unquote failure before you even get started. And it's yeah, like, how and cool would it be if you could compound over time And you would actually get there faster than if you try to go zero to 100 and you're going to end up crashing in 30 days or, you know, however long it takes. Yeah. That's also the fixed mindset part too. It's like, well, I did this diet for so many days and I fell off of it. And so let me just do something faster because I know that if I try to do it for, you know, two months, I already, I already didn't accomplish that. And we just continue to stop it's it's uh what book was it the big leap yeah the big leap 
talks about having the upper limit problem where we mm -hmm. only hit that certain goal um, and we fall back. We'll self-sabotage before we allow ourselves to get past what we know. And that's why, we, you know, we talk about the what we know, what we know we don't know, and then the realm of possibility of that we don't know what we don't know, which is a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place to step into. So we don't know how we're going to get to where we want to go if we just let go for a second, you know? Yeah, that realm is very exciting for me. <laughs> As like, yeah. my personality type is like, what else is, is there more? I want more. So I'm like, oh, wow, there's so much. There's yeah. so much possibility. And I love inspiring people to this type of stuff and believing that it's possible. Um, if you're willing to like slow your roll and yeah get to know you know get to know yourself and what you want versus I think you said earlier not what everyone else is doing not what everyone else says that you should want what do you want your life to look like what do you want to happen what do you think that is about how do we separate ourselves from the expectation of others because a lot of us I think for me especially I had a hard time setting goals because I was very like foggy and I wasn't clear on what I wanted and I was taking in my family's like what does my family want and what is my mom going to say and what's that person going to say so how do you remove that noise when you're setting goals it's you know is it is it worth it is it worth it to keep paying the prices and it's also you know being clear we can talk about clarity next time of like okay what does make me happy because I've heard people like I should just be happy by now I've like started doing the things and then yes people start talking at us and want to judge us and that but we're not extremely clear on what happiness looks like to me where we're going on oh this person's happy well yeah what makes them happy probably doesn't make you happy if you're trying to do that and you're still not happy because when we are starting to do things that are truly making us happy it might be weird for some people on the outside because we're changing you know we're starting to remember who we are we start stepping into ourselves and the relationships with people around us are going to change because they're used to us being a certain person and they're, you know, it's a comfortable relationship. We kind of have to get to know each other again, especially mm -hmm. in family situations or coming to a Thanksgiving dinner and be like, I'm not eating any of this, you know, and how do I stand in my power of this is what I'm doing for myself. This is my vision, not offending the people that cooked the food, you know, and you know not being selfish like I'm not going to do that but you know how do we stay in our power of like this is this is what I'm up to this is my happiness and I'm you know creating worth and self self-value in my life here and and having people understand and meet them where they're at too as much as we're meet, where we're meeting ourselves um you know those around us it's it they get a chance to grasp on grasp and like comprehend what's happening, you know, and not, it's the same thing. We get, we experience our experience without getting lost in it. You know, a, a craving and experience, all these things, they, they do flow if we allow it to. Um, and not listen to the chatter when it comes, just see it and let it, let it go and get back to the vision. Yeah. I love that. Cause I was super righteous in the beginning of my 
journey with food addiction. I still go there sometimes. Um, but as soon and righteous in the way of like being very judgmental in my delivery and my approach to sharing with people about why I was doing what I was doing. And as soon as I just like stopped doing that and I would go to family functions and it wouldn't, I wouldn't bring anything up. They wouldn't bring anything up. Like I would just do me and be there and eat what I eat and don't eat what I don't eat and bring my food and just like do it like it's just not a big deal. Like it's just a part of what I do. And if they ask why I'm doing it, then I'm going to talk about it. But if it's not, then I'm just going to leave it alone. It's this is, and I feel like that really is keeping it sacred without feeling like you have to like defend yourself or overly explain yourself as to why you're doing the things that you're doing. And instead, if someone's like, oh, do you want some of this pizza? I'm like, oh, no, thanks. Instead of being like, ooh, oh my God, you, you don't know. Why would you offer me that? Or, or the opposite of like, oh my God, like, I, I guess I need to say yes. Like, no, you literally can just, you're powerful enough and worthy enough to be like, no, thanks. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. don't have to overly explain. Like, well, you can just literally say, no, thanks. How right. crazy is that? <laughs> yeah. And that's being a stand for ourselves, being a stand for our vision for ourselves, a stand for our health. You know, if we go out and we're like, what I'm doing is right. And what you do is wrong. And we fight people on it. It's going to wear us out very quickly. But yeah, a no thanks. It's it's fine. We don't have to, you know, react to people. You know, how do we be proactive when the circumstances come up? Yeah, that's a big yeah. one. It's a big one for people. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it's honestly just like, here's your permission to mm-hmm. do, like, to make it happen, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right. And having that expectation that these things will come up and what do we, you know, what do we do when people do start saying stuff or the thoughts come up and, you know, we know it's going to come. So yeah, definitely. Setting the intention of how you want it to go versus an expectation, I think Mm -hmm. is really important too. like grounding yourself in what you're committed to creating in that relationship and in that environment versus thinking like, this is what Aunt Sue is going to say to me. And this is how I'm going to respond. Like, yeah, just grounding yourself in what you want to create that that's really helpful for me and other people. It's getting out of your head and into your heart, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add in regard to today's conversation? Just keep going. That's, you know, be gentle with ourselves. Stay with, you know, with forgiveness. Stay in that heart space and keep going with it. And uh, no matter what it looks like for you. (laughs) That's the forgiveness piece being first is huge thank you for that yeah Yeah. it is it's really important especially if you rate your relationship with yourself low on that scale that truly is like the foundational work that gets to be done to like create that forward momentum towards what we want in regard to our relationship with food and everything so I love that yeah all right. Well, you said next time we'll talk about clarity. So I'm super excited yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Really start mapping out 
you know, what our visions get to look like. Um, clarity is so important in so many realms. So I'm excited for that one. And thanks for joining me today, Wilma. Of course. We'll see you guys next Pleasure time. Pleasure as always. Yes. All right. Bye. Mm -hmm.